0: Welcome to the Language Hacking Podcast from Fluent in Three Months. Hello and welcome to the Language Hacking Podcast. I am your host as always, Benny Lewis, and this is another Ask Benny style standalone episode where I talk about one topic and dive into it, uh, essentially answering one of the questions that you guys asked me. And This question was by somebody who asked me, like, why I learned Esperanto and what use does Esperanto have? So I've talked about my story a few times. So I actually want to talk about something very particular in uh, this episode and its usefulness in ways that you may not actually have known about. Now, Esperanto is an artificial language, and it was actually designed to be easy to learn Uh, because of this, you would actually get a lot further in Esperanto than you would in other languages. Now, I know there is a, a lot of thought for like, why would you put the time in when it's not an official language of any country? There are people that you can find who speak Esperanto, and I really love hanging out with these people. I typically go to their New Year's parties and they have big conferences. And I like the international community that tends to happen at these events. So I actually have very good reasons specifically just for learning Esperanto. And I do recommend that you look into the Esperanto community, but let's put that aside for a second. Let's pretend no one else on the planet, except for one guy who you could maybe have a Skype conversation with, speaks Esperanto. It is still useful to learn. There's been a couple of studies that have shown that if you took Esperanto as your first foreign language, because it's missing all of the complexities that most natural languages have, you're going to make progress a lot quicker to essentially morph your brain into being able to use a foreign language and to be able to think in a different language and get used to using words that are not your native tongue words to express certain concepts. And this is a problem you're going to face no matter what language that you learn. And in one of the studies that I came across, they they split the group up into uh, two groups of students. One, who, I think this was in the Netherlands, one who, oh, who learned only French for, I think it was two years, and another group who learned Esperanto for one year, and then French for one year. So they took less time of French than the first group. And at the end of the study, they found that the group who had learned Esperanto first Did better in their French exam, even though they took less time to learn French. And part of the reason is because they got that momentum in language learning in general so much faster. So Esperanto can unlock this part of your brain. If you find you've always struggled with language learning, then why not learn the easiest language in the world and have all of your language learning struggles be focused in that, get get it out of the way, because it is true what they say. The more languages you learn, the easier it gets, because your first process, you're just learning how to learn. You're learning how to accept a language coming out of your mouth and to hear people speaking and making these strange noises and understanding that as communication. So you don't necessarily want to have to worry about complex grammar and tones and very long words and all of that. So Esperanto is one I'm a huge fan of, but one of the bigger advantages is that it does give you a kind of a head start if you use it as one of your first foreign languages. Because you learn it so quickly, it means that you will then be able to learn your next languages so much faster. Even if they're not related to European languages, which Esperanto is based on, you'll still have gotten through the edge of like finding out how you are as a language learner. And uh, it's one reason why I recommend Esperanto. There are other reasons I like the language, but this is one I did want to touch on and mention in today's podcast. So if you look into it, you'll see there are examples of Esperanto used in traditional education because people have seen this. It's kind of similar to how people use a recorder in music. Even though you don't see people necessarily playing a recorder in concerts, it's such a simple instrument that it helps them grasp the concepts of music a lot faster. So they're then able to take on much more complicated instruments like a piano or a cello or a flute a lot easier because they've already got this musicality, they've gotten past that barrier with the simple instrument. So that's kind of one way you can think of Esperanto. And it's one reason why I would suggest you give it a whirl. And that's apart from the fact that you can actually use it in some interesting get togethers, even though it's not an official language of, of any particular country, there are gatherings of hundreds of people where it's the main language that I've spoken for a week straight, multiple times. I think I've spent maybe three months of my life only speaking Esperanto because I've gone to these events, but that reason for learning is a topic for another day. So I hope you found that interesting and uh, maybe you'll consider that suggestion, especially if you've struggled with language learning. And I talk about all sorts of things like this. This is based on one of the questions you guys sent me. So do feel free to reach out to me. I'm Irish Polyglot on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok, and I'm all over social media with many other channels and uh, and accounts that you can find me on so look me up and say hello and until the next time i'll wish you a very happy language learning we hope you enjoyed this episode of the language hacking podcast subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify podcast addict or wherever you get your podcasts if you found this episode valuable and want to help us out please leave a review at languagehacking.com forward slash review the Language Hacking Podcast is presented by Benny Lewis, Shannon Kennedy, and Elizabeth Bruckner, and produced by Katie Pasco, With special thanks to the Fluent in Three Months team. Theme music was written and performed by Shannon Kennedy. Find the show notes at languagehacking.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening, and happy language learning.